0: The Frequency 49 Show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to The Frequency 49 Show. I'm Kat Victorino, and with me today are James Little and Rob Newell. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hi, Kat. Uh, Before we get started with our first episode of the third season, the Niner Empire GB Group would like to extend its collective thoughts and prayers to Dwight Clark and his family. News broke last weekend that Dwight is battling ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disorder that slowly takes away a person's motor abilities. Currently, 15 new cases are diagnosed every day in the US alone. Dwight and his family have stated publicly that he will fight this disease with treatment. I'm sure I speak for the whole group when I say the niner empire g b is behind them yeah if you want to learn more and how you can help visit the a l s association at a l s a dot org
1: absolutely he's obviously a legend in san francisco forty niner circles and it's it's a shame I, know, I, I think it brings home something about this disease i mean it happened just was it Steve Gleason from the saints we had this before and there was the awareness of the whole ice bucket thing, but i think I think people kind of picked up more on the ice bucket challenge rather than what ALS itself was. Exactly. And I think this brings it home.
2: It's raised my awareness on it anyway.
0: Yeah, definitely shines a light on it. Okay, on to lighter news. Let's talk some football. So, before we... uh, before the season ended, we hired John Lynch as our general manager. Well, we, I say the 49ers, um, but, you know, it's our family. And right after the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan was hired as the uh, head coach. Uh, so what do we know about these two gentlemen at this point? Rob?
1: Well, that's, um, first thing I want to say is coming off, what was it, a 2-14 season with a first-time general manager, first-time general head coach, first-time defensive coordinator, we probably shouldn't be as excited as we are about the, the season that's coming. Right? And yet we are, aren't we? <laughs> and yet we are. And, and I mean, obviously, Kyle Shanahan coming off as, as a Super Bowl appearance as an offensive coordinator with Atlanta. And we saw what you put together with obviously very talented players in Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, et cetera, to name just a couple of them. But um, he's done it before in other teams.
2: Yeah. You no, know, yeah, I've, I've got excited, and then obviously as we hired him as our head coach, felt they need to learn more about him thanks to Mark Lyons' research as well. Um, learnt an awful lot more finding out what he actually did with lower-caliber players and records he set at uh, Washington with Rex Grossman. I think that's uh, that stuck out for me. You know, not really highly regarded as a brilliant quarterback. You know, pretty average. So again, get a bit more excited about the average quarterbacks we've got on our roster at the minute. Possibly a draftee, we'll see. He also did very well with a rookie, Richard Sherman. Again, probably a higher calibre than we'll possibly draft, unless we're picking the first round. Um, But yeah, learning and reading the stats and everything he's produced with uh, lesser quality players than he had last season. Obviously, off the back of Mm -hmm. the quality he had last season. Everyone got a bit excited, but certainly now got even a little bit more excited. Learned about what he's done with less caliber <laughs> players because our roster and our players are nothing like, Well nowhere near, what I think personally what the Falcons were like last season. Anyway, well, the stat that
0: really stuck out to me was the um, Mark had pulled together this great package for us. Thank you again, Mark. Um, the nine seasons as an offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan has had the top 10 offense six times, with four of those his offense being in the top five. How can you not get excited about stats like that?
2: <laughs> Compared to the, our, our offense last season, or lack of, or mm-hmm. failing offense, it's got to be an improvement, doesn't it? It's got to be. Oh, please. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah.
0: And then our new general manager, um, you know, we know him as a player, he played under Bill Walsh at Stanford, he played with the Bucks for a number of years, uh, with the Broncos for four seasons, um, but really is known as a colour analyst the last few years, so it'll, it's interesting to see him step into this role, isn't it?
1: It is, it's a bit of a shock, was not it, when they, when they gave him the job, but I think everything he's done shows that he's put a certain gravitas about him, he's... He knows what he's about. He knows what he wants. He seems to have a very good relationship with Kyle Shanahan as well. So they've both got the six-year contract. I mean, I know a contract means very little in the NFL, but yeah. guess we tend to turn over a coach every year at the moment. But but I think there's there's a possibility of term relationship there and, and the culture seems to be changing.
2: I think the thing that stuck out for me was how quiet he's going about his business. Obviously, we you know you hear rumors and things like that which is you know the media that's their job to create that but there's, there's no, no leaks coming out and everything he's doing we find out when it's uh, you know it has got some material behind it as opposed to you know damaging leaks that some our previous general manager possibly may have had something to do with. I'm not saying he did but uh, yeah it seemed that way it's just the way he's quietly going about his business Everything I've read and heard and people's opinions, he's doing everything respectfully. He's got an awful lot of respect, obviously possibly through his friends and his media work as an analyst. But uh, yeah, I haven't really read anything bad against him. I've not heard any players or anyone mention anything bad. I know it's obviously his first time as a general manager, but uh, yeah, it's just its all positive at the moment. We'll see how we get on.
0: It's definitely been interesting so far in that... The free agency period opened on March 7th, and good lord, were the 49ers busy.
2: <laughs> we actually made a free agent signing?
0: Or three, or four. Yeah, or... Yeah. <laughs> Shall we go over the free agents we've picked up thus far? Absolutely. Why don't we start with Brian Hoyer? Rob?
1: Yeah, I think Brian Hoyer's getting a bit of a, a bad rap around the league. He's He obviously knows Kyle Shanahan's system from the days in Cleveland. If you look at what he did last year in Chicago, uh, he was the first Bears quarterback to have four successive 300-yard passing games, which is, I don't know, they're the Bears traditionally a running team, but it's still something to hang your hat on. You know, he's, he knows what he's doing in, in Kyle's offense. I think he's going to be, he's not going to be the long-term answer, but I think he's going to come in, be a, a, a capable quarterback while we probably do pick up a another quarterback later on in the draft, as James was saying, and Brian Hoyer can sit there and mentor that, that pick so he doesn't have to come in and be like Jared Goff and be forced into playing in that first season.
0: And that's really something we've been missing, hasn't it, James?
2: Yes, yeah. Um, I think, the, again, the key thing is the connection with Shanahan. The familiarity between the two will be, you know, it's an advantage from the off, uh, probably the reason I think he's been brought He's yeah, He does get a bad rep um, in the, amongst the league and everybody. I think he's not bad. He's not bad. He's his stats uh you know, stats are not bad. He's got eight over eight and a half thousand yards with to forty four touchdowns in his career. It's not massive numbers, but you consider the amount of games he's actually started and completed, because he's had a bit of an injury issue. So that's the only thing mm-hmm. my fear with him is if he does get injured the other option, which is another looking like another one of our free agents is Match Barkley, but we'll get on to him. Um so yeah, I think he'll be you know <laughs> Hopefully, try and steady the ship until they see uh, a more permanent uh, franchise. Because I don't think they do see that. The uh, the free agency signings indicate that. Or perhaps, you know, he, he could be a starter. Or when uh, they draft a young QB and they do it properly, like they used to do, they used to give these guys time rather than throwing them in. But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I was. <laughs> I wasn't disappointed, I wasn't ecstatic, we've got to give him a chance and uh, see what he can do.
1: I think from where we've been, with Blaine Gabbert and Colin Kaepernick in the last two seasons, Brian Hoyer is at least a a sort of of middle-of-the-range quality starter, which is a step up (laughs) from what we've got. Definitely. Give give him a proper season, I mean he does get injured a lot, it seems, both in Cleveland and in Chicago and Mm -hmm. Houston, but... But so if he can stay fit, like James was saying, the figures he's put up are very comparable and given a scheme that's going to suit him, and they've actually brought in some, as I'm sure you're going to next, but we've actually brought in some receivers for him to throw to as well.
0: Yeah, we'll get there, we'll <laughs>
1: get there. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not used to seeing receivers. In, in yeah, I know. that's true.
2: Or at, or at least receivers with names that uh, we reckon. I know. <laughs> we <laughs> we recognise to a certain degree, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's finish up Hoyer uh, in 31 career starts has gone 16 and 15, but the year he spent with Shanahan, he went seven and four in 11 starts he had with him. So that at least should give us hope. Uh, let's go on to Earl Mitchell. Uh, James.
2: Very much needed, I think, uh, at the position. We needed a bit more depth at the position. Um Quite a large contract, in my opinion, for his ability. But we've got the cap room, we've got the money. Uh, it looks like they're, you know, they are spending it. They're trying to spend it, which is good because, you know, if you don't spend it, where does it go? What happens to it? So spend it. And uh, yeah, I mean, during his seven-year career, he's appeared in over a hundred games, thirty-eight starts, and uh, yeah. 263 tackles. Once again, thanks for these stats, Mark. Line and uh, five and a half sacks. But uh, I think, from what I've seen, which is uh, a little of him, to be honest, uh, as an individual, he looks fairly solid at the position, which, which is we, we need all over the roster. We need solid players, uh, you know, who are going to all collectively make a contribution. So yeah, again, it's uh, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't ecstatic, but. These are, they're adding depth to our roster uh, that was you know paper thin to be honest. Again, it's a name I recognise, which, which is quite nice, uh, and, uh, quite a big thing. I? Yeah. But, oh, I know him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him playing an NFL game. Yep. Okay, exactly. that'll do. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I think the key thing again is it's another player that's had some experience of either Shanahan or, or Lynch, and the, the the GM and the coach are getting players they know. He's experienced them I and we've got two young defensive linemen that we've picked the first two rounds of the draft for the last couple of years. We need someone to come and give a bit of leadership to that room and even if they're the starters and L. Mitchell comes in as sort of to spare them every now and then and spell them for the odd, the odd down or even all or, or the other way around and he starts. I think the experience that's going to give Eric Amstead and Forrest Buckner particularly as they uh, will going I need that, given that we haven't really got that much depth on that defense at the moment.
0: Yeah. So moving on, let's go to uh, Quan Williams, Rob.
1: Well, um, I must admit, I didn't know a great deal about him. He obviously yeah, neither he's did I. come from one of the one of the defenses that was arguably worse than ours here <laughs> in Cleveland. But um, if you look at, it's a cornerback. We need we need depth in in the secondary, certainly. The obviously with Mr. Buffalo going to Arizona of all places. We've um and Jimmy Ward moving across, as they say, and he's gonna play safety. And there's rumors of Eric Reed potentially being trade bait for a draft pick or something. So we we certainly need people to come in and play in in the secondary. And he comes from Cleveland. Again, he would have had some experience playing and well in practicing against the Shanahan offense. Kyle Shanahan knows who he is and obviously rates him enough to bring him with him over. Oh, yeah. last year he had Con on James
2: sorry no I was, <laughs> I was just about to say I was the same as you but I didn't recognise his name this is one of I don't know about him but again looking at it he obviously spent time with Shanahan I think it's a no lose situation we need players at this position I do think we're going to again to mention the draft which we'll cover I presume in the coming months but uh, yeah I think this is a position that we will invest, will invest in but it's a no lose situation it's an extra body who can play in that position. Like you say, with Jimmy Ward, I think it looks inevitable that he's moving positions. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Give him a chance. Gotta give him all a chance. Yeah. Small contract as well. It's a uh, small fit. Fee- well, small cost comparable to, uh, play- other players at that position. So, yeah, I think it's quite a key position in the, uh, in the league. It's regarded if you look at contracts and, the money that people get. So
0: next we have Kyle Juszczyk, the juice from the Ravens. <laughs> James.
2: This was one I, I'm quite excited about. Um, I have watched a lot of him play. Um, <laughs> I've got a bit of an interest in the Ravens because I, I, admittedly, my first interest in NFL and experience with the Niners was, the, well, the first season I was a Niners fan, was in the uh, Super Bowl. Against the Ravens, so I've kind of got a another a, a soft spot because they they beat us, but I've kept an eye on them, and uh, this guy looks to be a pretty solid fallback, and uh, I think we need it. We well, we need. I'm glad that we're bringing the position back for a start. Um, I was going to say that yeah. to do with the scheme because I think we missed it greatly. And Hyde, mm-hmm. I think Hyde needs a fallback. He's, totally. Uh, he he needs that extra read. He he needs that extra protection. Um, and it's always an extra option I just for me and my little knowledge and short time of being an NFL fan and understanding and learning about the game for me it's a key position I think he looks fairly solid Um, he's produced solid figures solid numbers Um, and and yeah with his time at the Ravens it's it's, uh, I think it's a good acquisition if you look at the Mm -hmm. the full backs in the league uh, I, I would personally I would say he's He's up there, um, with the top ones. You know, he's gotta be a top ten fullback. I think statistically, I'm not certain about that. He so,
1: he was ranked number one last season. Yeah. There you go,
2: there you go. That's why <laughs> that's why I got excited. I knew that. I knew that. That's why. Um, I say I did see a lot of a lot of him last season, and a lot of he was on a lot of highlight reels to do with the uh, when the Ravens uh, did plays or made plays rather. So, yeah, so I did get quite excited. It was, again, it was, oh, I know him. He's a good player. He's a good player <laughs> in his position. It's what we need, we need the position back, and we've got a good player in that. Yeah. And I think he's going to aid Hyde, who I, I really... I love Carlos Hyde. I think he's brilliant. But I think this will help him further. I think he struggled last season. And uh, this, this will help him get his numbers up, I think, next season, especially with Shanahan's help as well. Look, again, Freeman... I, I didn't think Freeman um, for the Falcons was a spectacular running back, but look at the season he had last season. So I think uh, the scheme's only going to help the running backs further.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. When you look at Atlanta last season, everyone talks about Freeman or Coleman, but I think 30% of the, 31% of the snaps, they had Paul DeMarco playing and having a key role in the Atlanta offence. And DeMarco was a free agent himself this year. But instead of going after him, they're going after Carl Juzak instead. Yeah. And that just shows what they expect from him. And I think we're gonna see a lot a lot of you split out across different different positions. I think we're see him at tight end, I think we're see him in, as the H back role as well as a proper full back. And I think James is spot on what what are gonna see now from Carlos Hyde.
2: Yeah.
1: In their running game is gonna be sort of light and
2: day. The extra time he'll have will be key for him, I think. Yeah. That's what he struggled with with his read last year. <laughs> They had to be quicker than I think he likes to make to make an impact. So I think it's a great, great sign. For me, it's uh, it's our top uh, free agent signing, in my opinion.
0: It's little approved. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, the chance of juice running around. So right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So here's here's probably the most well known signing that we made this off season so far, Pierre Garçon. Rob.
1: I, I love this signing. <laughs> I think it's a brilliant signing. We've got to receive actually catch and get yardage. And his best seasons playing in Shanahan's offense in Washington and that's with RG3 and, and Kirk Cousins throwing in the ball. Um, he's, he's kind of a throwback in San Francisco days to Ancon Bolden that he can, he can make the tough catches. He goes over the middle. He, he, he brings the ball down more, more often than not. He's going to be that that reliable receiver for Mr. Hoyer to throw to. And I think just having someone you've got that confidence that you can go to on second down, third down and pick up the yardage is going to be key. And, so, and he can also go deep. I mean, he's gone, I think again, according to Mark, he's had was it seven seasons with a touchdown of more than 50 yards? So he can run after the catch as well.
0: Yeah. So having that mentor for the younger wide receivers, too, is also a nice bonus.
1: Oh, yeah, certainly.
2: I uh, I think think it'll be his uh, his determination, his strength, and his grit. Like you say, it's a bit of a throwback to uh, Ancon Bolden. Mm -hmm. Bolden, And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be very good for us. He's a bit of a leader. I think, uh, well, that's the reason they got rid of Smith. I don't think we could have had both of them. Both seeing themselves as, you know, number one receivers, natural leaders. Uh so I think uh I think we went for the right option. I think he he also when well, he he was regarded as one of the you know top three, top four receivers in the league for a, a short period of time and his figures despite that as well. So perhaps you know we can can get him back to that uh that uh, status with, uh, with Brian Hoyer, hopefully. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Everything's hopefully right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
1: We've always got hope. We did have a 1,000-yard season last season. I can't remember our last 1000 wide yeah. receiver. So. That
0: was a while ago. Yeah. So we also got another wide receiver, Marquise Gooden, Goodwin. James.
2: I know little about him except he's got pace. <laughs> he's very quick. From uh, all the video clips uh, and film I've seen on him, he's quick. So if we can have Garcon, who's got the uh, determination, strength, to get that third down, and then we can throw it to this guy who's quick, or we can distract him with this guy who's quick and give him to Carlson, It's it's uh yeah it's positive. I uh, say so you get looking at it. He's uh, got 49 career receptions for 780 yards, six TDs. Um, so yeah, that that sorry that was in 2016 alone. 16, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's, it's another wide receiver. We need wide receivers. Mm-hmm. We're making free agent moves. It's good hopeful keep using that hopeful term so we'll see um,
1: he's not just quick he's Olympic fast
2: <laughs>
1: he's, he's been in the Olympics for the long jump immediately but he's been in the relays as well I've actually seen him play live when he came over with Buffalo a couple of years ago in the international series and he's, he scored a touchdown I think it was like a 80 85 yarder when they just threw it deep and he went past everybody and he, he almost tried it again three three plays later and he caught the ball but he was called back on the penalty so you, you can go and you can just keep going he's obviously going to be cheaper than Tory Smith was going to prove to be which I think this is why, is why cool. we've made the move but I mean everyone's talking about Jeremy Ross recently after the 40 yard at the combine but Marquise Goodwin did 4.27 for the 40 yard Yeah, it's not too shabby is it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a prime example of the chain. You know, uh, athletes into, uh, it's the basis, isn't it? having the athletic ability and then giving them the footballing skills uh, afterwards or nurturing the footballing skills. So he's got raw ability and raw speed. So you've got, again, guys, I'm looking over, um, as you know, mentoring. Perhaps you can teach him to catch it a lot more and easier. I don't know. Don't know what these guys do on uh, on the training field. So I think, again, positive move.
1: Well, certainly. I think also the um, you've seen what Shanahan's done with the likes of Taylor Gabriel in Atlanta last year. And this guy's got the same type of skill set. And If we're going to be running the ball more with the juice and Carlos there and the threat of Garcon, I mean, you, you wouldn't fancy a cornerback going one-on-one with Goodwin on the outside, would you?
0: Well, and it really feels like Shanahan is stacking the team to be, the playbook to be a lot more balanced so that we have that nice, you know, we set up, use the run to set up the pass, use the pass to get downfield, down the chains. Then we, you know, use the run some more, you know, back to the way it was. That's the part that excites me. (laughs) 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 So next we have Logan Paulson, a tight end. Rob?
1: Yeah, I didn't know much about this one, to be honest. Um, I know he's come from Washington at one point. The name sounds familiar from there, and again, that's another Shanahan history. He's obviously seen something in, and there was more of a blocker than anything else. But, but um, yeah, you know Shanahan. He's, I think, I don't think he's going to be a necessarily a great passing weapon. But again, if you've got fullback coming in and a blocking tight end, there's going to be more more holes opened up for Carlos to run through. Uh,
0: then we have Malcolm Smith from the Raiders, James.
2: Super Bowl MVP, if I'm not mm-hmm. uh, mistaken. Uh, the, yeah, he was again, we, that, we hmm. need yeah we need bodies at the position. Um, yeah. I don't think he had a very good year last year, did he? Spent it too fast, too soon. But uh, yeah, solid tackler, solid And I think alongside the uh, the best tackler I've seen. Uh, I think uh, it could be quite a formidable, part- formidable partnership. Something we've been missing since Patrick Willis played with Bowman. So I'm not saying he's gonna anything like Willis or as good as Willis. But uh he's definitely an upgrade at those at that position. Somebody's partner with Berman. Uh, again he's coming back off an injury so he's gonna need he's gonna need somebody else to pick up the numbers. Can't do it all himself even though he tries. Superman. And uh yeah, I think it's a it's a good acquisition. Um I saw him last year for the Raiders in a few games 'cause I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but I, I enjoyed watching them a little bit last year. They were quite exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, on both they were a fun team to watch. They were, yeah, and um, yeah, solid, solid player at that position. It's quite a large contract, uh, I think, looking at the numbers. Five years. Yeah, 26. five years.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think they would have had to have offered him the five years in order to secure. Yeah. Um, well, he looks settled in the Bay Area, doesn't he? You know, yeah. When the riders, he's probably so sort of looking for a solid basis, and hopefully he produces for us. I think, uh, yeah, I think he would be solid. Hopefully we'll leave a bit of pressure off Bowman. Um, yeah, another good signing. This is uh, possibly you could say this is the, the marquee, uh defensive signing, definitely.
0: Well, there's no question that we need the defensive short up a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: I think because of the Seattle link, he's the the guy you're not supposed to like in some ways, isn't he? But 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 the the rumours coming out that we're hearing, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're looking at. P- going towards a sort of three deep secondary and defensive style and someone who's, who knows Zach's system, has played in that system and and won and Super Bowls playing in that system to come in and sort of obviously cause be a leader on that defence in the middle alongside Bowman who hope, hopefully is going to be ready in week one but he's coming back from his second major injury yeah. and have someone in that middle of the defense who knows knows the system and can make the calls if need be and knows, knows what it's about and can teach the others it's going to be useful in like five years. It's just more to sort of, sort of the, the role he's going to play off the field as much as on the field.
0: So then we signed a kicker since we lost ours Robbie Gould. Rob?
1: Yeah, um, Robbie Gould, it, he was very good at one point in Chicago. He seems to tail off a bit. I, I'm not sure he's going to end up making them 53, if I'm honest. I think he's come in. I'd be surprised if we don't pick up a, a kicker in the undrafted free agents at the end of the, the draft for a competition. And if, if Robbie Gould can win that competition, then all power to him. We Obviously, we've had to we've had to pick him up because Mr. Dawson's left, unfortunately, to go to Arizona. So we'll see him twice a year. but We can say but, hi. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Robbie Gould, I mean... When he was when he was playing in Chicago, I think he was an accurate but sort of short range kicker. Was the knock on him? Obviously, that's playing out field in the colder weather. Maybe the the warmer climates will suit him. But, um, we'll see. I, mean, I think it's a fairly cheap deal we've got him on, isn't it? Two mm-hmm. two year contract with one only one million guaranteed. I think we we'll, I think they're bringing competition for him. And, but I think that's the deal with being a kicker in the NFL.
2: Yeah, we. Uh... He's been around the block. He knows how it works. Pretty looking at it. Solid, solid kicker. Don't really know who else was out there. Who else was available? So, yeah, it's, we needed. We needed someone because no one could fill anymore. We got it about that, but hope he does well in Arizona. Oh, yeah, I think that man deserves a ring. Just but, not uh, against us. Yeah, just not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think I've got a sneaky suspicion he's going to hook one left against us. Just oh, what a. You know, one of them, oh, I missed. Yeah. We, we'll know, we'll know. But, uh, <laughs> no, way, back to Robbie Gold. Solid, just, he looks like a solid kicker. Uh, yeah, I can see you're definitely going to bring in competition. You know, got to make him earn his spot. Um, so, yeah, so a so solid, solid kicker. I don't really know what more to say looking at it.
0: Well, let's move on to Mar- Matt Barkley then, James.
2: <sighs> I, have to say, I have to say, I was a bit disappointed when I saw uh, Matt Barkley's name. Yeah, he's hardly set the world on fire. Um, compared to Brian Hoyer, Brian, Hoyer, Brian Hoyer's is, uh, you know, <laughs> franchise QB. In my opinion, franchise QB material compared to Matt Barkley. Yeah, but from what I've seen I've been I've never particularly been impressed. Um, yeah, le- you know, let's hope uh, Hoyer doesn't get injured or whatever. Up- other yeah. options at QB, we bring in. Let's hope we don't have to turn to Barkley. But, uh, he's got experience in the league, I suppose, you know, that's something. He's got experience around facilities in the league. Uh, you know, he's, he's been around the starting, uh, team. And, uh, yeah, so I have to say, I was a bit downhearted about this one. But then again, I had to look at who else was available. Whatever, what else was available. And at the, the cost as well. Two year contract for four million, five hundred 500, uh, K guaranteed. 500 signing buds. Fairly cheap, but I think, it, you know, that indicates they're thinking in his position in the, on the roster. He's going to be, what, second or third choice QB at best, I think. It's um, another body we needed. You know, considering we had no quarterbacks, yeah, we, uh, we needed some.
0: We've got to fill the role, I guess.
1: But I'd be staggered if he's not third choice. <laughs> I, think if, <laughs> I think we're going to pick somebody up who's going to be the, the actual backup, as it were. I, would, I also wouldn't be surprised if the relationship with Brian Hoyer is what got him into San Francisco. Mm. I think I think Hoyas had a word with Kyle and said this guy can pick it up. But um, from what we've seen so far in both Arizona and Chicago, I mean, he's played a lot more than I think his talent level probably dictates he should have done. Just he's been in the right place for injuries and played games. And I don't think he's really set the world alight. And I don't think he's going to be around in San Francisco for probably the full two years of that contract.
0: Then we have Aldrick Robinson. Rob.
1: Another speedy wide receiver. Coming in on a fairly cheap deal. Two year, four million. Only 500,000 guaranteed though. Um, Came from Atlanta. So another one that's played with... Another offensive player who's played with Kyle Shanahan. It's offensive, knows how it works. He's had obviously a fairly decent year last year. (laughs) He went to the Super Bowl. Um, Experience, speed... Obviously, I mean, he's he's been working with the likes of what Roddy White and Julio Jones. He he knows what, what to expect in a in a wide receiver room. Now he's going to have Pierre Garcon, another experienced one to, to lead the room with him. I think he could be a a decent a decent sort of third slot receiver.
2: Yeah, another body, another wide receiver receiver, another person that we uh you know another position that we needed uh, depth but again. I think. If he can learn, uh, you can learn from the scheme and the players around him. Could turn him to be a decent player. Um, he's got a career average of 18.6 yards a catch. That's not bad. But, uh, considering the short time that he's been in the league, yeah, I suppose you have to take that in consideration. But, uh, yeah, another body in the wide receiver court. So, uh, yeah. Positive, hopeful. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Then we move on to Brock Coyle, James.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll be honest again. Didn't really know much about it. him. Uh, it's a, uh, it's another person for the roster. I think we're getting down to the, uh, the players that are going to be, you know, competing for second and third choice um, uh, choice in the uh, position in the depth chart. Um, so yeah, let's see. We've got to give all these guys a chance. Um,
0: well, he knows that Seattle scheme, though, on defence, so that's we could use that to our advantage.
2: Yeah, indeed. We need people to pick up things quickly. That's said we haven't got time. Yeah. We need people to pick up uh, stuff quickly. Hopefully he does.
1: Absolutely, and he also plays special teams, doesn't he? So a, he not have a dual role. But like you say, he does know that Seattle scheme. He actually... Well, obviously, it's difficult to shine in a Seattle defense when you got the Legion of Boom and yeah. Michael Bennett. But, um, but, yeah, he's he's going to come in. He, he knows the system. He'll be able to help. He obviously, he'll be reunited with Malcolm Smith as well. And I think it'll be another body on that defense. Extra depth in the linebacker area.
0: And there's Don Jones, Rob.
1: A safety from Houston. Houston. So another one of the old-school sort of Shanahan and... What's it? And the coach, Gary Kubiak style teams He, um, he's a, it's a cheap deal he's come in and we need depth down there, he's reached the Pro Bowl before as a special teamer and it'd be nice to see someone get down there and have a kicks kick and, and block people and the punts and the kicking game and try and give us an advantage there if we can get a Pro Bowler to, to sort of just lead that kick coverage and limit the opponent's starting positions and it's going to be a Step forward. I don't think he's going to be a, a starter necessarily on defense, but but you know you, if he's that good, you you make room for these sort of players, and like the Patriots do with Matthew Slater.
0: Well, and we need special teams coverage as
2: well. So uh, yeah, looks you know looks cuttable at any point without any capital implications, So it's you know it's perform uh, or uh, thank you very much. So it's hope it, you know but again got to give him a chance, but uh, yeah likely special team players. So we need, you know, we need uh, players on the roster for uh, every every bit of their contribution.
0: And we also have Jeremy Zuta in a trade, James.
2: Yeah, interesting uh, this one because it was a trade. It sparked a bit more interest. I'll be honest, I didn't know uh, didn't know a lot about him. I've seen him uh, again perform in a few games last season. Uh, looks solid center. Ranked thirteenth center last season, and um, yeah, and he's appeared in 131 games. He looks to be a solid performer. I, can, I think we can expect to see him uh, play quite a lot, um, quite a lot of snaps, quite a lot of games. I'm not quite sure at the minute. Are other options available at center? Because um, I'm sure was it Marcus Martin was he cut? Um, I'm not again, not too sure, but yeah, I think we can expect to see him at center. Um, yeah, again, another body, another player. Um, highly ranked last season, so let's hope these guys that did well last season for other teams can come in and do well for us and be solid.
1: Absolutely, I think he's going to be a, a big presence on the offensive line. I mean, Having experienced center to, to go with, obviously, a new quarterback, so we can keep those exchanges going smoothly. I think, obviously, the offensive line is going to be key, as it is in any offense, but. Have someone who knows what they're doing, They've got experience. Playing in Baltimore is one of the one of the better lines historically. Coming down here, I mean, yes, it was a trade, but we've only really given up twelve places in a draft pick
0: mm-hmm.
1: for him, and we picked
0: late, up late in the draft too, sixth round.
1: Sixth wow. round, yeah. And if you're going to get a starting center, who's going to bring leadership, help some of the because we picked up a couple of linemen recently, recent drafts, and not we? Someone who can come in and. Like Marcus Martin, he can play guard as well. And we got Josh Garnett, is it from? Yeah, Austria, Josh Garnett. I
2: think he'll help him a lot. I think the experience of that
1: experience, instead of making the calls, making the line adjustments, mm-hmm. let Brian Hoyer just concentrate on finding his receivers instead yeah. of running for his life. That would be quite
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen a lot of that running for his life thing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And then finally on our list for today, we have Dakota Watson. Rob.
1: Yeah, Dakota Watson, comes, coming from Denver, so a player that John Lynch will know from his days in the Broncos, and obviously the, the head of, was it player personnel, came from Denver as well, so he know, knows who he, he's going to like to be a special teamer, but he's used to the Denver defence, which has been pretty tasty these last few years. He's also got experience in, in Dallas and, and New England, so he, he knows he's been around the league a little bit, but he's been in good places, and he's... Would have picked up good habits. It's another, it's a it's extra depth, isn't it? At the end of the day, he's it's a fairly cheap deal. We picked him up for, and he's going to come in with a little bit of experience behind him, and he's going to just sort of be be there for competition, special teamer.
0: So that's what we've got for now. Um, how do you feel, both of you? Um, how are you feeling with with this current free agency period and the and the. Moving into the offs the further into the off season as we head to the draft
2: well, first of all, we've actually got a free agency period. It's not just an extended an extension of the <laughs> off season as it has been so uh yeah, and there's clearly clearly work to be done um I think personally i think there's there's still trades available um I'm not sure what the remaining free agents that are available um could add to us other than Extra, again, extra bodies. Um, but yeah, there's, there's exciting times ahead, I think. I think the next, what is it, next month, um, they'll probably be gearing more towards the draft. I think these three agency mm-hmm. signings were definitely planned. Uh, you know, the Jeremy Jutta trade center has got to have been identified as a position of need as with the juice at fullback. Uh, I think they'll be ecstatic to have got him in. Malcolm Smith, I think i will be pleased to have him, and as well, um, you know, even though he, he wasn't technically far away <laughs> for us for him to come and have a visit and get him signed down, but uh yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's going really quite well, quite positive. Uh, they're looking to address the needs that we've got. Uh, they're not you know completely ignoring the requirements that we need on our roster, um, and I think we're going to continue to grow. So we're all getting very excited because uh, things are actually happening, and uh, yeah, it's you know it just helps us look forward to the season even more, doesn't it? It does.
0: <sighs> what are your thoughts, Rob?
1: I think it's I think it's very exciting right now. I think we should all be pleased with how it's going. I think there's actually a, a piece of be <sighs> a plan. It's a it's a thing we're not used to seeing. It's we're seeing movement and free agency, yes, but we're not being bullied around. There's all these stories about the potential of Kirk Cousins and the, the Niners have kept out of it. All the stories are coming from Washington in the media. You're not hearing anything. And then in regards to the draft, I think you're going to hear John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan talk up different quarterbacks in the next few weeks. I mean, John Lynch has already said how good Deshaun Kaiser was. And then, to the, then apparently he was at... Mitch Trubisky's pro day today and started talking about how, how well he'd done and I think we're trying to drive the, the cost of that trade up to the second place in the draft pick <laughs> up and pick up even more so I don't I can see us looking to move out of that move back a few places and pick up a player later on or with a few more maybe an extra first rounder out of it
0: well, this off season so far for me has definitely seemed a lot more active than we've had in years past. So I know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm also a little excited. Um,
2: any final thoughts, gents? Uh, to the draft, more excitement to come. I think. Uh, I think, uh, as Rob said, we're going to see an awful lot of uh, an awful lot more of uh, John Lynch uh, and possibly the head coach. You know, as, as I say, going into the draft. Heading towards the draft they'll be doing more interviews they'll be seen at more pro days and workouts um so yeah so I think we're going to go from them quietly going about their uh, business to uh, secure some you know some rather impressive and needed free agent signings to uh, to being more out there um, and more visible um so yeah so we're going to see more of them more excitement more hope. Hope's the key thing for me. We've got hope.
1: Well, yeah. I think it's it's quite nice to be at this stage of the year when we've realised it's a new football year and the 49ers are involved before April. Yeah. It's, just, it's just nice to be a, <laughs> be part of this. Um, it's Yeah, there's hope, there's excitement. I mean, I think we need to temper some of the excitement a little bit because it is going to take time to turn it around. We all have to realise that. And I think another key thing is that we've not heard an awful lot from Jed York. He seems to be letting Kyle true. and and John Lynch get on with it, and which is what we wanted. Yeah, it's what everyone was crying yeah. out for, and they seem to be doing the job. And he's obviously spending money and letting them get the players they want. And but obviously they're they're being sensible. They're not they're not being sort of bullied into huge contracts from picking up Kyle Cousins when he can be a free agent next year, etc. Assuming they still want him, maybe they pick right. up Trubisky or something. Who knows? But um, maybe Brian Hoyer. And win that starting job outright. He might <laughs> so surprise us all. <laughs> he has got the ability, and, and I think, but well, I think it's was hearing him talk about Carlos Hyde at the at the combine when they were there. And, I think Kyla Side's got to be rubbing his hands with excitement right now.
0: So that's going to be it for this show. We will return with a preview of the draft in April. Remember, the draft dates are April 27th through the 29th. We'd like to thank the audionautics.com for the music. Thanks again to James Little, Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, and Graham Ross for all the work they do on the group and on the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NinerEmpireGB and on Facebook, search for NinerEmpireGB. It's time to say goodbye, boys.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye, boys.
0: (laughs) On behalf of Rob Newell, James Little, I'm Kat Victorino. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now.